This is the World According to Us update with Arnell and Maloney. Because we are so truthful on this program, Kathleen, we should share with the podcast listener how difficult it was to get this show up and running yes. today. <laughs> Not much you can laugh about after that school shooting yesterday, mm. but and we're going to get to that in just a second, but... I tried, Kathleen and I are in two different locations. You know, full disclosure on yes. this show, right? I'm at the Hampton studio today, overlooking Mauritius Bay. Now, wait a second. Very nice view. You, you and Chris Cuomo are in the Hamptons. No, I'm not with Chris. At, oh, okay. He's, but in you're Sag, at, you're, he's in Sag Harbor. He's in Sag Harbor. So you're in, what is it, Mauritius Bay? West Hampton. West, all right, you're in West Hampton. Okay. This is the life that you live and, and so forth. Where am I? I am in central New Jersey with a dollar store <laughs> bell dollar that I store. use for the, yes, where <laughs> I have the bell for the yard and the offbeat. Uh, so anyway, big te- technical problems. We've, we finally got it hooked up this morning, but, and this is totally my fault, Kath. I'm using a laptop that I tried to get the show up with and running today. I, I'm telling you, my grandmother died, uh, Minnie passed away probably 12 years ago or something like that. I think this was her laptop. Oh, no. <laughs> and I think historically, like, I just switched over to a new laptop on the other side of the studio here. Yeah. Which I will give you my word, I'm going to be using this from now on. Well, I hope but so. But I think that the laptop that I tried to hook us up on today, mm-hmm. I believe it's very historical in nature, and I'll tell you why. I think it was the first internet funeral <laughs> where that where a, an actual laptop was used to connect to a funeral home, and a lot of family members couldn't get there because of the distance of where she lived. Hmm. And so that'll give you some idea of what that laptop has been through. So... And I didn't want to tell you that at the beginning when you kept saying to me, what's going on technically? What's going on? Because if I told you that I was using a laptop that was 13 years old, that would have been it. Yeah, I think it's time that that laptop go the way of your grandmother, I have to say. (laughs) It's technologically expired. Let me ask if this is appropriate Mm -hmm. or not. And then we're going to get to this very Mm -hmm. somber story. Next time I go to her, and I'm not one who runs to cemeteries. I, I, I mean, I don't feel like you need to be up there to, to mm-hmm. connect to the to the person. But when I go up there the next time, should I bring the laptop with me? And I'll bust it up. You know, you don't want somebody grabbing it and hacking into the information. But break it up and just leave it scattered near her grave? No, Would no. Would be appropriate? <laughs> Dispose of it properly. <laughs> bring it to, um, you know, they have these disposal sites yeah, places usually. Where you, right. Yeah. Don't bury it with your grandmother. I don't think that the laptop was that near and dear to her heart. It's just a laptop. All right. So, you know, because if I scattered it around here no. and then we have that perpetual care and the screen comes no, flying no, no. out of the bottom of the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, right. Might hit somebody in the head. I'll end up getting a lawsuit yeah. from this thing before it's all over. So, no, it's just dispose of it properly. Yes, dispose of it properly. Okay. All right. So, you have my commitment from now on. Uh, on the world according to us, we will be using a contemporary laptop with the hook Yes, also. definitely. So, Maloney, a really catastrophic somber day uh people listen to this at different times so we're we're, we're going to be doing a lot of updates on mm-hmm. this but this is the update that's one day after this uh 
terrible event at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde in uh, Texas. As of this moment, Kathleen, 19 kids aged 7 through 9, two teachers dead after that shooting, and the gunman deceased shot by the police and uh, supposedly killed his grandma. He did do his... All the, kinds of conflicting the, the reports. The grandmother right now is in critical condition, but she was, see, that's what I'm she talking was shot about. in the forehead. So but this I mean, is what I'm talking about. The governor in Texas, who is it, Greg Abbott, I think, mm. right? Not a very much beloved guy outside of the state of Texas. But anyway, he said a couple of hours ago that she died. Maybe that's Maybe your update. source should go the way of my <laughs> laptop at my grandmother's grave. The last no, there was, yeah, maybe of, yeah. I mean it's, it wouldn't surprise me since she was shot in the forehead. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know where she was shot. Yeah, but you mm. know what? The, what gets me about this story? I hate to say that it's not a surprise. I hate to say that absolutely when it happened, I wasn't I wasn't shocked. I should have been shocked. Yeah. Everyone should be shocked. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing every politician when something like this happens. They get up and stand on their soapbox, and they try to make it a political issue. Every single one of them. They're not sincere. It's a political issue. They try to advance their ideology. It's tragic. There's just not even a word to describe what's happening here. As soon as we started to speak about this last night when this story broke, the first thing you said to me or you texted to me was something to the effect that you just saw... Uh, Kamala Harris speak mm. about this, and you had a lot of reaction oh. to that. I saw just a little clip of it. I did see the whole Biden uh, Biden speech. What, what was it about the Kamala Harris thing that really upset you or bothered you well, or whatever? Well, apparently she was speaking to some group. She was very robotic about what she said mm. and how she said it, did not sound sincere, gave it like maybe not even a minute's worth of her time, and then went right into her spiel before this group that she was talking to. One thing she said was, there are leaders in this room, and the American people should rest assured that our leaders will find a solution to this. Something to those, not those exact words, but something to that. And no, it's not going to happen. There's not going to be a solution found by any politicians. I think now the whole gun issue needs to be taken out of politics and it should be presented directly to the American people in a referendum. What do the American people want to do about this gun situation? Take the politicians out of it completely. Well, first of all, there are, when, when you look at, at, at surveys that are out there, nearly 70% of the American public want what is known as common sense gun laws. Common yes, sense. Yes, absolutely. Toomey, Toomey and Manchin... In 2013, this is how far back this goes, they passed a compromise bill concerning universal background checks, where, and just to explain it, all the commercial sales of guns, including private sales at gun shows and internet sales, would be allowed, but people would have to go through the background checks. The only exception was if you sold a weapon to a family member, they would, and I disagree with that. I disagree no matter with when it. The, right. There's always a loophole. But it couldn't pass. Mm. It could not okay, pass. Okay, but it, it probably was a bad bill anyway that had loopholes and ways around it. So that's not going to help any. 
I think that we can talk about what happened, the horrible thing that happened, yeah. the horrible yeah. thing that you yeah. really don't have words for. Yeah. And we can talk about the politicians and all their statements, blah, blah, blah. That's all it is. Even the president, blah, blah, blah. Everyone is blah, right. blah, blah. Same old thing. We stand with the community. What does that mean? What do you think parents care about you standing with them after they've just lost a child, a child under the age of 10? We stand with the community. Get out of here. The Democrats are going to introduce gun legislation. The Republicans are going to shoot it down, not to use a miserable... Literally, literally. So I really think the solution is to take it out of the realm of politics, put it into the hands directly of the voters, a referendum. In other words, each state, 10th Amendment states' rights. You want, and this is pretty much the way it works right now. I want a federal referendum. Forget the states. Okay, that's different. I want a federal referendum. Right. And I want every person to have a vote, one vote for each person. And whatever comes out of that, if they say, remove guns from this country, so be it. But you know, it's going to immediately go into a constitutional battle over the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. Well, see, that's you do part f- of the problem, too. It that's is part, part of the, the problem, problem, too. Then, then maybe part of the referendum should be to repeal the Second Amendment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you look at other countries and this doesn't happen there, they don't have a Second Amendment. They don't have something written into their constitution or whatever they have that governs them. They don't have something saying... Well, everyone can bear arms. And you have people saying now it's not bad enough that we should be arming teachers. So now teachers not only should be taught how to teach children, they don't don't only need a master's in education, they need a, a master's in firearms. Well, immediately yesterday there was, I, I don't know if you saw this or not, Kath, Senator Chris Murphy out of Connecticut. I did, and I liked what he did said. Did you see him on the in the, in the yes, well of the Senate? I did. And, and he said, what? Are we, nobody could do it like he did it. He said, what are we doing? Right. We're doing what nothing. Have we done? And he, he is in this state of uh, where Sandy Hook right. yeah, took place. The 20 kids killed there and some adults. And they say he has been fighting for some kind of either universal background check, some kind of legislation. Nothing has happened in the past 10 years unless it's right. happened on the local level. And that all depends on the partisanship and the ideology and the composite makeup of state legislatures. And I agree with you, Kathleen. Look, I'm a big advocate and proponent of of states' rights in this country. But on some issues, and this may be the most important of all those issues, you need to have some federal legislation that I believe is applicable to every state in America. Right. And Chris Murphy also said, this only happens in this country, nowhere else. Nowhere else do little kids go to school thinking that they might be shot that day. Kids can't go to school safely. People can't go shopping to a supermarket safely. People can't ride the subway system safely. There's a real, real problem that needs to be addressed. Politicians have proven that they cannot address it. They've failed miserably, miserably. I don't want to hear what they think about this or how they're, it's it's unspeakable, unthinkable, it's horrific, blah, blah, blah. Just blah, blah, blah. That's all it is. And all this is about, Kathleen, is maintaining power, getting reelected, 
playing to the MAGA base and also MAGA. It's like a kosher wine, MAGA, MAGA mm-hmm. Mogan David. I can't even get that straight. The MAGA base and also to the NRA. The NRA. And the NRA is a weakened structure. It shouldn't have a stranglehold on this country. No. It's got millions of members, but I want to just remind everyone of this. The organization filed for bankruptcy in January 2021 in an attempt to head off ongoing litigation threatening the group. The most serious is a case brought, listen to this, Kath, in August of 2020 by the AG of New York, Letitia James, which is seeking to dissolve the organization entirely. The lawsuit accuses NRA leaders of corruption and diverting millions of dollars for their own pleasure. So because everybody is so damn tethered to a political party rather than a policy and and rather than to cs common sense this is the problem that we're having right now but both ted cruz and the attorney general of texas paxton came out Uh, yesterday advocating that teachers be armed is that the country we want to live in where teachers come to their classroom packing heat Really? Let me tell you, Kath, Chris Murphy, we both saw his emotional appeal on the floor. Five seconds later, they showed Ted Cruz in Texas. I I don't think he was on the Hill. I think he was in Texas somewhere. And he said, here go the Democrats already. Mm -hmm. He said, where's the protection at the school? Why did they have more than one entranceway? Now, we do have to evaluate security, excuse me, and protection in these schools. But listen, Gary, when we went to school... The schools were open. What has changed? It's not only that we have guns, because we had guns then. This is something that's evolved, I would say, over the last, like maybe since Columbine, since 1999. This issue has exploded. So nothing's changed about gun ownership. What's changed? Was it, some people say maybe it's social media, but other countries have social media too. What's happened social in this me- country? Yeah, so social media is these doesn't lone help. wolves. These no, it certainly doesn't help. And then you get into the whole argument as we are right now, with uh, censorship versus free speech. Musk wanting to take over Twitter, and so forth. Uh, the culpability and liability. Uh, right now, these technology well, companies cannot tol- be held responsible for for whatever's posted well, on their sites. Well, maybe that, that needs to that change. Change. I do totally believe in free speech. I don't think that that should be regulated, but certainly when someone is posting pictures of guns and making threatening statements on sto- on social media, there must be algorithms that can be put into play That's that right. will identify these things, and then maybe we could prevent some of these tragedies from happening. There were always things leading up to it, you know, and people saw all the time. Saw irregularities in a person's behavior or or what they were posting online. There are always warning signs that get ignored or just kind of brushed aside. Always. This kid went out for his 18th birthday and and bought bought two guns. Two guns. Mm. And, you know, we have the whole assault weapons ban when it was in place. Biden had worked to put that in place under Obama. And then it was sunsetted and it expired. And as soon as it expired, the stats are there to prove it. Yeah. There's there's nothing here that's mitigating. These are hard, fast stats that when the, the ban on assault, assault you know, Kathleen, I, I've got to tell you, I used to 
support having an individual have a right to possess an assault weapon uh, because I always placed it. We've got to be responsible people. We've got to take out the people who are irresponsible mm. and we shouldn't penalize the others who want to have that kind of firearm. But I've really done a 180 on this. Yeah. Why do you need to have... You don't. You don't and need How it. is that infringing on your liberty, no. on your democracy? How are, you, how are you not able to protect yourself against the American militia? Mm. This is lunacy. I would take it even several steps further and say, at least for the time being, we need to ban guns in this country. We need to get rid of the ones that are here. It needs to be done until we can figure out if there is a safe way to allow guns. Maybe there's not. I'm even against hunting. I don't, I think hunting is a, I I don't consider hunting a sport. I consider hunting violence. If we could teach the deer and the bear how to shoot back. Mm, yeah. <laughs> then it would be fair, I, right? Then it would be a fair deportes. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a fair sport yeah, I, I if, uh, if if we could do that. Now, oh, oh, we're trying to eliminate it. Like in New Jersey, they have a bear hunt, yeah. you know, because there's over bear population. So there's no other humane, civil way to try to ways. attack that. And I also just read a story about Donald Trump Jr. Oh, Somebody yeah. went and did, did something with a bear. He was on a bear hunt. I don't know if it was Utah or someplace. And the guy who was setting it up did something about baiting the bear to come into the area. Now, we oh, don't know that wow. Trump Jr. knew about this or not. We don't know. Although, knowing him, he probably paid extra to have the bear come into the yeah, area. Have the bear baited. Oh, yeah. Have the bear baited. No. But it's nuts. And I'll, I'll tell you just a couple of other quick things on this thing, Kath. Families. You know, they didn't, they, and some of them, I'm not even sure how many of them or all of them have already been alerted as to whether or not they lost mm. a loved one. But late into last night, all right, they had prayer circles and they had to provide DNA samples yeah. to the authorities. And, and, and other people are saying, you know, when you see these kind of scenes on television, they're sanitized, they're cleaned up. You yeah. look at a, a detective show. People from the FBI yesterday, from uh, uh, alcohol, uh, ATF, all these agencies were saying it is unimaginable what it looks like in that school building this morning with these kids, seven, eight, and nine years old, I think second, third, and fourth grade at this school. Executed. They were executed. 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 And then for, for crews to come out and say, we need to have more guards. We need to have, what, what are you going to do? Have 17 camouflage? How, what's the message to our children when they show up and there's a tank outside the school or some kind of a squad vehicle outside the school and there are people all around the school protecting the school? What is, what is that yeah, message really? about the status I, of I, America I mean, uh, no, and or, where we are today? Or, or you have some, some crazed guy with a gun coming in and the teacher pulls out her whatever she's got, handgun, whatever it is, and you oh, have yeah, a train sh- the teachers. You have That's a another shootout, thing here. shootout at the OK classroom, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Shootout. Train the teachers. That's another thing. Tell the Anything kids to but- get under those desks. Get under the desks. We're going to have a shootout now. Yeah, we're going to have a shootout. Isn't that wonderful? Under- <laughs> anything but common sense gun control. Kath, in, you know, you were just mentioning about the flood of guns in the United States. Mm. We are the only nation in the world where civilian guns outnumber the population. 120 guns for every 100 Americans. That's the stat. And it's also our laws, too. Like, you you take the subway shooting. Oh, absolutely. That guy, 25-year-old guy, 
uh, randomly in New and York for, and for yeah. no apparent reason shoots right. some other guy who's riding the subway from Brooklyn to Manhattan on his way yep. to have brunch. And Correct. it turns out that this guy has numerous priors that include assault, violence, gun issues, and he's still able to get a gun and do it again. He's out on parole waiting for a violent issue to be resolved, and he commits more violence. So that's got to stop, too. Law enforcement has to be tightened up. Right now, it favors the criminals, honestly. Oh, absolutely. It definitely yeah, no, favors I, the criminals, not the people who need to be protected, the people who don't go out and get guns. Get rid of the guns. Here's my new mantra. The guns oh. got to go. The guns got to go. The guns got to go. The guns? How about lock those guns up? Nope. Lock them up. The guns got to go. <laughs> All right, Maloney, even though today's topic was super serious, every one of our podcasts, and this is an update today, so we only tackled one topic, but every one of our podcasts includes a segment called The Odd and the Offbeat with mm-hmm. my dollar bell, got it before the price went up to a buck and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So this was a deal. This yep. was a deal. You do not want to miss this. The Odd and the Offbeat is straight ahead with Arnell and Maloney. So I came across this story. First of all, are you, I know you're a bird lady. Yeah, I you know, love the birds. I, I, I know you love birds. I mean, you even like their sound effects while we're doing the podcast <laughs> and you're in the Hamptons. Uh, do you have plants in your home? I'm not good with plants. <laughs> <laughs> give me a plant and it'll be dead. <laughs> you want to kill a that, plant? That, give it to me. <laughs> let me tell you something. Outside of my house, I should not be a homeowner, first of all. I have no, I don't like it. I don't like tending to the grounds. <laughs> I don't like, you know, like people looking at my, even though I have somebody coming and cutting the grass, I still haven't put down the weed, the <laughs> feed, the this, you know, I just have no business being a homeowner. So plants, I have around my house, and this is really horrible. I go to the $1.25 store now. Yeah, yeah. I buy those things that I, the flowers that I think look real, and I stick them in the ground. Those, how the, how, are how you pathetic is that? Those I'm plastic flowers? <laughs> Just don't bother. Don't put any plastic flowers. And I had I had my neighbor Paul across the street with his wife Jessica. I was talking to them the other day, and they said to me, "How do those things, you know, come up so early in the spring?" (laughs) But I don't have to fertilize. I don't have to water. And it is kind of embarrassing, though, that you put artificial. So here's here's, here's some new science on how to keep your plants, if you do have plants in the house, uh, because it's a public service from the world according to mm. us, to you. It says pee on your plants. What? Human. No, listen. that will kill yeah. them. No. Human urine can be used as an effective and sustainable Ugh. fertilizer. Well, what about, well, no, you hear cow manure all the time, I right? I know, that but they... I have a dog, and she kills the grass with her pee. You mean where she pees and yeah. poops? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she kills so, the grass. Because you need, you need to get a cow, and you can afford one. You're in the Hamptons. <laughs> I mean, why, why don't you just get a cow <laughs> and, and have it pee and poop? So anyway, it says you're probably flushing away a nutrient-rich renewable fertilizer down the toilet, Miss Malone every time you urinate. Human urine can be used as a safe and effective crop fertilizer or plant fertilizer in your home. And studies show that using pee as a substitute for commercial chemical fertilizers could have positive environmental impacts in the home and beyond because you're flushing away less Mm. 
of the urine. So I guess if you have a prostate problem or a bladder problem, mm. the key here is that if you have live plants in your house and they are somewhere between your bedroom and the bathroom and you're kind of lazy or maybe you could put a live plant in your room, pee on the plant. Oh, you know what, Gary? You know what? <laughs> and you don't have to walk to the you know, Gary, you know what? Stick to the plastic. Should I get the pee and stick to the plastic? I'll stick to the plastic. (laughs) That's this edition of The World According to Us with Arnella Maloney. Don't forget podcast updates throughout the week. And thanks for listening.